Hi, this is Jessica Cook and welcome to my Feel Good Podcast for Women. This show is entirely devoted to helping motivate and inspire you to live a healthy and a happy life. I believe you will be happiest and most fulfilled when you work out, eat well, enjoy a brilliant, healthy routine and live your life with passion. I want you to feel energetic and healthy and that's my goal with this podcast, to keep you motivated and inspired so you can live your best life. You'll also hear interviews from my clients who are some of the most inspirational women I have ever met. At the end of the episode, be sure to head over to inspirefitnesstraining.ie forward slash free tools to instantly download tons of free stuff like recipe books, meal plans, workouts and much more. Now let's get on with the show. steps to being healthy and feeling good in your clothes. That's exactly what I want to talk to you about today. I want to leave you feeling motivated and feeling good and feeling ready to continue to take action or to take action to feeling fit, healthy and strong. It is the biggest passion of mine. It's one of the reasons why I've started this podcast. A big goal of mine for this podcast is that when you are out for your walk or you're sitting in the car and you put it on, you'll have 10 to 20 minutes where you just feel motivated again and ready to get back to action and that's exactly what I want to do with this podcast to motivate you to help you feel good to remind you of why you're working out of why you want to be fit of why you want to be healthy and why it's the coolest thing in the whole world to just focus on your health. First off, before I get stuck into the simple steps to being healthy and feeling good in your clothes, I want to just be really clear about what results mean to me and what it means to um, my clients that I've been coaching now for over 12 years. Um, Feeling good to me means feeling healthy, happy and in control, having strong muscles and healthy bones. Feeling good in a healthy routine, feeling really good when you put your clothes on in the morning, feeling happy with yourself, loving your body inside and out, having good mental health and learn tools that that work at your disposal when you don't feel so good, having confidence in who you are, having confidence in your authentic self, in your stripped back self, not feeling self-conscious anymore, feeling good being you. That's what results mean to me. And over the past 12 years with all the women that I have coached in 12 years, that's what I hear back from from them the whole time in consultations, in check-ins, that they want to feel good, feel good in their clothes, have good mental health, feel fit, feel strong, feel healthy. That is it. And um, yeah, I just I just love being really clear about that because I cannot bear the weight loss industry. I can't bear people that diet and calorie count and I just I have no time for Slimming World and Weight Watchers and all those boring, pathetic things that make you think that life is about counting up points, counting up food, weighing food when it is not. It is the most ridiculous, boring thing you could spend your life doing. I mean, are you going to look back on your deathbed ever and say, I'm so glad I went to Weight Watchers and weighed up points and weighed up sins and um the bit my biggest problem. And I've I've really noticed this over the past couple of years with with those things is. They really don't allow you to move on and get on with your life. Everything that I see with those weight loss clubs is about continuing to count points, continuing to count sins. And the whole idea about being healthy and feeling good in your clothes is that you want it to become second nature, that you're just living your life, that you want health to be so... um, just so easy over time just these small simple habits that you don't even notice you're changing until all of a sudden you've changed and your whole life has changed and you feel so good compared to you still looking at the backs of packets to see how many calories in it and that's all bullshit anyway because I mean 
there's 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 calories and vegetables you could eat them till the cows come home and you're going to stay really fit and healthy but there's 300 calories in a chocolate bar that doesn't sound like much but that's going to get you fat so that's 100% what results mean to me and I'm going to start off now um, talking about simple steps to being healthy and feeling good on your clothes and I absolutely promise you if you stick with this you are going to feel fit feel healthy and feel so good on your clothes so let's first off start off with know what you want know what you want know how much weight you want to lose is it a dress size a half a dress size two dress sizes and be really factual about it don't think to yourself I was 10 stone when I was 20 just find a pair of jeans that you feel really good in are you fitting into them or are you not okay that's a simple answer um figure out what you want and write it down now you're on to your goals and action steps always have a goal and always have an action steps so you've got to make a plan to fit in your action steps I always think it's really cool to have about three action steps for the week and I always think it's really cool um, to start off just planning, especially in terms of health, just planning week by week. Um, I think it's a really cool idea to have like a month calendar and to tick as you go and to plan for the month that you're going to be working out X amount of days and eating healthy X amount of days in a month. But it's 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 also on top of that, I feel it's more important to make sure that you have your weeks and your weeks because um, when you plan your weeks, you can tweak as you go. So you might plan a Monday to a Sunday and realize on Sunday that the week was a disaster and nothing worked. And that's cool that you know that. So all you're going to do is tweak your week and you've got a really cool week, a really good week to do next week. And that's another thing that I have a problem with throwing everything away because you didn't have a good week. I mean, you make a plan, you follow the action steps Monday to Sunday the plan doesn't work out, I think that's really cool because you know you need to tweak it. Um, Not knowing it's not working out is the only negative thing to come out of that. But knowing that it didn't work is really cool because you know what you've got to work with. If you've planned to work out in the morning five days a week and you realised you just cannot bear to work out in the morning, that's great. So you're not going to work out in the morning then. You're not going to battle with yourself for the next three months trying to work out. No, you're just not going to work out in the morning. And I love that realism with my clients. I'm having so many really cool conversations these days with them because it's like, okay, Jessica, I'm, we might be chatting on a Friday and they're like, I'm going to work out three mornings and one evening next week. And then I chat with them the next week and I'm like, deadly, how did it go? And they were like, horrific. I can't stand it. I just want to work out in the afternoon. Yes, happy days. So let's not spend the next 10 weeks pushing yourself and forcing yourself out of bed. Let's just scrap that plan and focus on a new one. Anyway, I'm getting off track here. Um, so planning your week, um, writing it down. I absolutely love my journal that I got in Mishnock. It is amazing. It's leather bound and I carry it everywhere with me and I always have a plan for the week and it's working out really well for my clients too. Um, I think setting a plan on a Friday for the week ahead is really cool because some people have treats at the weekend. They might have a couple of glasses of wine. You're not your best self on a Sunday. You might feel a bit dready going into the week. You want to make your plan on a Friday because a Friday, you know how the week has gone for you. You have yet not had your weekend and next week hasn't started. I just think it's perfection. So on a Friday, you say to yourself what you want to achieve next week and then you're going to write down really simple guidelines around the workouts, the food and your health. And that's it. That That's the that's the foundation of, of being healthy. Knowing your guidelines around your workouts, knowing your guidelines around your food and knowing your guidelines around the mental health area, i.e. sleep and water and breaks and resting that I'm going to get into in a minute. So 
that's what you've got to do. So I want you at the end of this to know your action steps. Like I'm talking about your perfection action steps for the rest of your life if you were to do this. Because once you get into a really healthy routine and you become healthy and you stop all that bullshit of um, living your life for weight loss and you just let it all go and you just decide to be healthy your weight loss is going to come anyway, by the way. That's not you like deciding that that's not a goal, like that you're just going to actually let yourself physically go. That's not being so obsessive about the outcome, but kind of being more obsessive about being healthy and about the day-to-day habits and, and really enjoying the day-to-day and the habits of the week rather than like, I'm still overweight. I need to lose weight. I'm still overweight. I need to lose weight because that's just going to lead to you just getting obsessed in a negative way. So I want to focus on the type of exercise first um, because this has blown my mind. I've always been really into interval training, resistance training and core work. And for those of you that have trained with me over the years from Leisureland to Barna over to um, the Tomb Road would inspire fitness to now gone completely online. You know that the style of training that I do has never changed. I am still obsessed to this day as I was 12 years ago when I first discovered interval training and my life changed. Big, dynamic, full body as many muscle groups as you can moving at the same time exercises in the format of 20 seconds on 10 on 10 off 30 on 10 off um, fast paced mixed with core work mixed with resistance training is the type of best type of exercise you can do why is that because it gets you all of these following results you get a high metabolism you burn loads of fat at rest you burn calories during the session but most importantly the afterburn of calories burned is insane you get into terrific shape you've got really healthy muscles and bones your skin is better your nails are better you get a massive hit of endorphins um, like huge at the end of every session huge it's supposed to be the biggest bang for your book in terms of mental health and feeling good and that massive endorphin release it reduces stress hormones it's really good for your body because it's all um the the, the length of time you do the exercises for a short you don't get bored because you're constantly mixing it up they're proper old school exercises press-ups lunges the plank there's no bullshit i can't bear all that boxer size zumba i mean i think it's absolutely terrific if you love to go and do that and enjoy yourself but I am talking like proper results ticking so many boxes it has got to be this style of training and the biggest thing that that lockdown and the pandemic has changed for us is when we were at Inspire Fitness we were coaching clients two three times a week sometimes four for 45 50 minute sessions and the results now are better on five days a week um, 30 minutes five days a week some some clients are doing three days four days a week with with a couple of extra walks and the results have been better and I know why they've been better now because you're exercising more but less and instead of exercising more in your session but less dotted throughout the week it's less dramatic 30 days five 30 minutes five days per week it's less dramatic you go to your room you work out you have your shower you're all done and dusted within 40 minutes there's no hopping in a car spending so long in traffic you're done and you know what the amazing thing about 30 minutes five days per week is that huge endorphin hit that you get every day, that daily reminder that you want to be healthy, that you want to keep eating healthy food. And even if you're tired and you think five days a week is is too much and you're doing three days and you're absolutely knackered on the fourth, you just keep it really slow on the fourth day. But the habit is still there. You're up, you're working out, you're feeling amazing and you're done. It is the best thing ever. You know, Helen Mirren is a huge, huge fan of that style of training. And look at her. She is the epitome of 
she's the epitome for me of health. Um, so that's the exercise covered. That to me is the best way to be healthy, fit, strong, feel amazing in your clothes. Um, water, drinking two litres of water as a non-negotiable. It's it's not when I'm in the mood or or when I'm being healthy. It's it's no, I'm healthy, so I drink water. And there's going to be days you slip. There's going to be days where you're stressed out and you're running around and you forget. But having a bottle of water, like I'm a bit weird with my bottles of water. I tend to kind of get very sentimental about really crappy bottles of water and I carry it around everywhere even when I go to people's houses and stuff it's the most random thing but I don't know if it's a little bit like a security blanket or something but um, I love to carry around a half a litre of bottle of water and fill it up four times in the day and then bang I'm done sleep how many hours of sleep do you need decide it write it down and, and I understand with hormonal changes and sleep is, is tricky and is going to be tricky for so many of us um, when we go through the menopause and s- some of my clients have gone through or are going and sleep is a tricky one um, but focusing on getting to bed at those critical times half ten getting off your phone um, reading a book and um, and not getting up too late the next day now that's really all you can do um, if you're, if you're going to have broken sleep you're going to have broken sleep but the only thing you can do is make it better for yourself and put yourself in the best possible position by getting to bed at a good decent time, switching off your phones, always committing to reading 10 pages of a book before you go asleep. If you want to read more, that's brilliant. But I love if you struggle to relax and read a book, then why not have a guideline around it and say 10 pages a night. Put yourself up in the best. It's all about giving yourself the best chance at being healthy. Um, the food is a big one. Um, three meals and two snacks. Breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner. I have no time for, for people that like, well, that's not true. It's just if, you're, if, you, if you struggle with food and if you're overweight and if you're not eating breakfast, there is no other way around it. You're going to have to eat breakfast. There's no other way. I have heard this so many times from people doing those weight loss clubs that they can say, oh, well, look, just get up and have a smoothie or, oh, look, just get up and forget it. Do intermittent fasting. Eat later. I have to say I completely disagree with all of that. And, you know, disagreement's good. It opens up conversations and um, I love to disagree and discuss things with my clients. Um, breakfast, lunch and dinner for me is just the backbone. It's just, it's the grounding of the day. It's it's how I was brought up. You you don't get up and not have breakfast. You get up and have breakfast. I genuinely, my mind is blown. I, I don't understand how people don't have time for breakfast because you're telling me you're not making time for you you up you sit at the kitchen table you have your breakfast if you have to get up 10 minutes early to hoof a bowl of porridge or Weetabix or eggs into you then you've just got to get it done Um, I would be 10 stone overweight if I didn't eat breakfast and it's funny like talking about breakfast I have eggs for breakfast every morning religiously two eggs throw it in the pan and I was laughing about this to one of my clients called Jacqueline we had such a laugh about this um that just the whole you know everyone talks about eating porridge and I find when I eat porridge I am starving all day long and I will eat I will want to eat all around me my appetite will just be huge and it's the same if I have any type of cereal actually and um, it's just the way it is some people are just like that and I've noticed now that I've been like talking to people about this so many people feel the same some people porridge works amazing for there's others that it just makes them more hungry but some people don't realize that and they think that they have to eat porridge because that's the thing that you do when you eat healthy 
Um, so it's funny. Just be just be mindful of the breakfast that you're having and like don't just have something for the sake of it. Go and find something that you like. Granolas, you're just fooling yourself. You're eating a bowl of sugar. Like there's no getting out of this sometimes. Sometimes like you just know you're fooling yourself. Like a healthy breakfast is a healthy breakfast and fruit doesn't cut it because it's not a big enough breakfast. Having lunch, I could give you like, oh my God, the amount of times I have been told that um, so you're, you're not eating carbohydrates for lunch and that's just the worst thing that you can do. I used to do that myself the whole time and you know what I was doing it for? I was doing it because I was making up for the amount of food I was eating at the night time when I was three stone overweight Um and I was really struggling. I was really stressed out. I ate a lot of food at night time. I was really healthy during the day. And I ate a lot at night. So to compensate for that, I would wake up, have breakfast, and then I'd have like a salad, no carbs in it. I'm telling you, that is a complete route to failure. You need to have carbs at lunch. You need to have soup and a sandwich or a sandwich or a soup with bread. I love soup and a sandwich. I will be obsessed with that till the day I die. You have a sandwich, brown bread with protein in it and like chicken ham, whatever, with, with, with vegetables, with salad, sorry. And then you have a bowl of soup and the bowl of soup just fills me up. I love eating. I love having a sandwich. I love eating it so much and I'm so gutted when it's over so fast and I've only just on page one of the Irish Independence having a bowl of soup, just that Avonmore, those cartons of tomato and basil or vegetable, having it in the microwave, four minutes, it's done. Terrific if you want to make your own. It's so warming, it's so comforting and it lasts long and it fills you up and I feel so good after it. And then on to dinner, <laughs> keeping it really simple. If you, like me, love pasta and rice, just avoiding pasta and rice because I, I don't like to portion control that too much. So I tend to eat things like uh, baked potatoes um, with my dinner and I absolutely love dinner. I think having a proper dinner is really important. I think having a diety dinner, um, I mean, what's life for? What's life all about if you're sitting there having a few leaves, a few rocket leaves with a bit of salmon, like you, you want to eat dinner. And um, if you're healthy and you're working out and you're walking and you're drinking water and you're sleeping well and you're not eating shite and drinking alcohol during the week, then, you know, you're going to be able to have a proper dinner. Fish, vegetables, potatoes. If it works for you, spaghetti bolognese, healthy things, chicken curry, curries, veg vegetarian stuff, rice, normal, healthy dinners. Um, fresh air and walks what's your rule around that getting good guidelines writing it in your plan can you have do you have the luxury of w walking five days per week or are you so busy that you need to say well look I've got one of the weekend and one during the week having a guideline around walking is really important having a guideline around fresh air is really important um, being able to get outside for a cup of coffee in the back garden being able to just nip to a takeaway place and get a cup of coffee, all really important. Um, rules around work. Do you sit at your desk at nine o'clock and not leave to five? Like you do not get a medal for that. And I, I, you know, I'm a very serious person myself. I take my work, my career extremely seriously. A lot of my clients um, feel the same. Um, but you, you don't get a medal for, for sitting at your desk at 8am and, and, and not going and taking a break away for six you are not going to look back at that when you're 90 and be thankful that you did it don't leave life for the weekends live life every day get out look in the garden listen to the birds I'm not talking about taking two hours at lunch I'm talking about working hard I love my work I'm obsessed with my work but I 
I get out. I take 10 minute walks around the block, not as a chore because I want to see life today. I could be dead tomorrow. I don't want to wait till the weekend to see a bird flying across the forest. I want to do that now. I, 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 I live in, in Renville. I walk along the sea. I, I see the birds. I make sure I go and get a takeaway coffee. I absolutely adore getting the paper and a, and a coffee and coming back home and sitting in the kitchen and having a lunch and a break. I take such good breaks all the time, every day. And then I work like a dog <laughs> outside of my breaks. And it works so well because I don't feel resentful to my work. I absolutely am so passionate about it. I love it so much. Um, but I only feel this way because of the breaks that I take, because I'm living life at the same time and just loving it. Um, enjoying the small things is so important, really and truly find out what you love. Um, newspapers, coffees, relaxing, getting a lovely relaxing chair or recliner and sitting down and closing your eyes for 10 minutes. Um, good films at night time, um, watching TV only at the night time and then making sure it's a really good film you've picked out on Netflix or a really good series that you watch. Um, enjoying rules, guidelines around your life can make you feel so much happier because you've got boundaries and guidelines and rules to follow and it makes you feel so much happier. Separating out your weekdays from your weekends, um, just making it a rule that you generally don't eat shite during the week and, and drink alcohol and if you're if you're having treats, you keep them to Friday night and Saturday night. Um, we're going to end up having treats during the week sometimes. You'll, you'll, you'll have something nice on a Wednesday or you'll have... You'll emotionally eat and, and and have food that you didn't want to because you were stressed out it's not important when you're healthy you, you go and do it and you wake up the next day and it's not that important because you're not on a diet so it, it, it means less you don't berate yourself for it you don't say oh my god last night I can't believe I had three packets of crisps it's not important because you say to yourself god I was stressed last night I can't believe I had those crisp jeepers and then you just get on with it. You go and do your workout and your walk and you're too busy following all these lovely healthy guidelines in your life for you to even give a shit about the three packets of crisps you ate. Um, it just becomes less important. Focus on your health. Focus on loving your life, on the people around you, on being kind, on fitting good in your clothes, on feeling healthy, on the action steps of working out and walking. Have a guideline around it. How many workouts are you going to do per week? How many walks? How many times are you going to get up from the desk every day? What time do you switch off from work? What time do you go to bed at? Do you read a book before bed? What time do you switch the light off? What time do you get up in the morning? How do you spend your weekends? What do you love to do? What does success mean to you? What does your dream day look like? What does your dream lifestyle look like? Honest to God, when you do all this and when you write it all down and when you journal it all, you'll realize that your dream lifestyle is is quite closer than you think. It's much more close than you think. And when you write it down, you're not lost in your thoughts. You're like, oh my God, my dream lifestyle is to get up and work out and eat breakfast and, and work and be passionate about what I do and switch off at a certain time. Life is so much easier when you write the whole thing down and you figure out what you want and then you start to follow a plan. Um, I really hope this helps. I hope you get something from this podcast. That's my goal. Um, you can go on to our website, inspirefitnesstraining.ie forward slash um, free tools to, to grab recipes, 30 day fast track to feel good plan, whatever you find helpful. And um, I'll see you on the next podcast. All my love. Take care. Bye.